you think the Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC North this offseason? This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is those guys can play. In the AFC, should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to another episode at the Bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast show. The time is here, ladies and gentlemen. The time is has arrived. NFL season has finally kicked off, man. We already had our Thursday night game already popped off, man, and it was very interesting. You know what I mean? We already seen that the defending champs took that L on the first week. But we ain't here to even talk about them right now. You know what I mean? It, we already talked about the flock, the flock nation. Baltimore Ravens, you feel me? Because we got an upcoming game week one tomorrow. Make sure y'all check out that game tomorrow at 1 p.m. against Houston, Texas. As the Houston, Texas come to Baltimore, they come to the bank, you feel me? 1 p.m. If you're not going to be able to make it to the game, yo, make sure y'all check out your local listings so y'all can go ahead and check us out, you feel me? Because like I said, yo, it's time. <laughs> the questions that we all have been waiting for and some of the answers is going to be popped up tomorrow, you know what I mean? But before we get there, man, I can't. If y'all are not already, please go follow my Instagram at, at the bank underscore podcast, and I will give you the reason at the end of the show. Like I said, if you're not following the podcast, I mean, my uh, Instagram, make sure you go follow it. It's sitting there on the top, over top of me, you feel me? Look for that IG because I guarantee you it's going to be something special. And it's the reason why I'm telling y'all to go follow them. But as we are, as I already alluded to, man, that week one of the NFL has kicked off, man. And we got the Houston Texans this week, man. And I feel like this is going to be a good game for the Ravens. I feel like this is the game that the Ravens should have in a bag, but we shouldn't overlook just because they are the Houston Texans. Because the Houston Texans are a good team. The Houston Texans. Are a, I'm not gonna say a good team. They are a good rebuilding team. You know, what I mean, they started, they starting over pretty much. You know, they got a new head coach in D'Amico Ryan's. They got a new franchise quarterback in C.J. Stroud, and they also uh, got a, a franchise player on the defensive side also too. So it's it's not it's not saying that this is a pushover game. Now, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people. It's like, oh yeah, this is a gimme game. This, but you gotta also remember, ladies and gentlemen. That we got a new offensive coordinator. We got a we got a new offensive scheme. You know what I mean? So we gotta most definitely be humble and be patient and see what type what, what type of uh offense this is gonna give us. You feel me? So as I'm sitting here getting get ready to dive into the show, man. This I'm gonna give y'all three keys on the offensive side. I'm gonna give y'all three keys on the defensive side, and I'm gonna give y'all the final score, my prediction of the final score. You know what I mean? Of, of that Houston and Baltimore game. So let's start with the offensive side because, you know, the offensive side has a lot of questions, <laughs> you know what I mean, that we need answers to. And this offensive side is most definitely number one is how will Lamar look? You know what I mean? That's first. Uh, that's the first and foremost. We didn't get a chance to see Lamar 
um in the preseason at all. You know, what I mean, it was pretty much the battles of the uh, quarterback number two, Josh Johnson and Tyler Huntley. And you know, the offense looked looked okay under under Tyler Huntley. Uh, Tyler Huntley was able to push the ball, move the ball real quick, get efficient, get the ball in his hands real fast, and he was able to rely on the run game also. But when Josh Johnson in the game, Josh Johnson kind of was holding the ball a little bit too long. Um, at times that he was late on his reads and stuff like that, but he was still efficient and the offense was still able to move. Now, don't excuse me. The only thing that we didn't really see was a really high-powered offense. You know, what I mean, the score, the scores wasn't like piling up. It, you know, it wasn't thirty-plus games or anything in that nature. It was very level games. It was very you know twenty-four-ish type scores. You know, what I mean, so. That's just the fact that it's that's the backups. That's your number twos, possibly your number threes. That was actually you know playing in that game. So we, if that offense kind of looked that decent with the twos and the threes, how would it look under Lamar? I'm expecting that this offense will look decent and look good underneath Lamar. You know, what I mean, I think Lamar is going to be able to be efficient. We'll be able to go through his progressions. We'll be able to hit his new targets because we got a lot of new targets on that wide receiver room. That's everybody and I keep on alluding to you. You feel me? So that wide receiver room is most definitely going to step up. And I feel like uh, Lamar, this is the time that Lamar going to have to answer a lot of questions, you know, such as questions of, can he be a 3000 yard passer? Can he rely on his arm more than his legs? Can he lead us deep into the playoffs? Can he get us to the Super Bowl that he promised us five years ago? You know what I mean? Four or five years ago. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it's a lot of things. It's a lot of questions that we would like to be answered from Lamar. And I think Lamar will have a ball out year. But, you know what I mean, not to keep going too farther down the line. Let's keep it close. I think Lamar will have a great game tomorrow. I think Lamar is, will be able to showcase a lot of his arm tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like I said now, it's not to beat up on D'Amico Ryan's and his Houston Texans defense. But – it's a, it is a defense that's that's doesn't have really had that many big names. Doesn't have a really uh uh that culture has been built yet. You know what I mean? That's just through my eyes. I don't know how it is. I didn't pay attention to the Houston Texans throughout the summer, but for what I've seen, you know what I mean. But the, it is D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's had led that 49ers defense deep into the playoffs. So we're not going to sit here and not pay attention and not give credit to D'Amico Ryan for what he did in the past. But also, like I said, it's the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans really don't offer that much. But I, I feel like D'Amico Ryan can get that defense at least to be solid. You know what I mean? So I expect the, uh, a young defense to make a lot of mistakes and trying to figure out what type of defense this is going to be. But I also see a lot of struggling times on that defensive side. And I think Lamar will take um advantage of uh those disadvantages so you know i mean as long as lamar can most definitely not be pressured a lot the offensive line which i'm about to get to soon um can hold their blocks i think everything will be fine for lamar um number two how balanced this offense will be that's a that, that's that's a question that we all would like to see coming from greg roman and what he did last year we already know we was a run first heavy team and it was pretty much almost 70 30 you know 70 running 30 passing and you know a lot of people wasn't really 
want to come here. A lot of people who didn't really believe that Greg Roman can get us deep into the, you know, to where we was trying to go. At. And Greg Roman really did. Now, I'm not trying to knock that Greg Roman didn't do a decent job and didn't do an okay job while he was here. But I felt like, you know, as we I alluded to before, that he was holding Lamar back um, some. So now that with Todd Munkin coming in, it's like, how balanced this offense is going to be? Is it going to be a pass happy type offense? Um, is it is it going to be a 60 40 type offense? 60 pass and 40 running? Is it going to be a, a 65 35? You know what I mean? All I'd like to know is what type of balanced offense we're going to get. I will hope that it's, you know, in a perfect world, 50 50. You know what I mean? We, we would like to see that, that type of balance. But at the same time, we already know that that type of balance is really not going to happen. And I think that, you know, the way that this league is turning into is a pass-happy league. So I feel like it's pretty much going to be like a 60-40 type balance, 60 passing, 40 rushing. But I, I just got to make hope and make sure that the Ravens don't forget who we are. We are a run first team. And if the team keeps run, you know what I mean, long as we able to showcase that we are able to run the ball still, a lot of teams is going to have uh, trouble, difficulties trying to figure out how to play us. You know what I mean? So if they just keep having those difficulties and how to play us, it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long, good season for us and a long, bad season for the teams that we play against, especially the Houston Texans coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel like you get a balanced you get a balanced offense against a, a uprising, you know, new culture, the Houston Texans, you you will put a lot of leagues on notice. You know what I mean? You, you will put a lot of teams, my bad, on notice. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's just not the fact that just because it's the Houston Texans that we got to go ahead and run it up. No. I don't think that you try to run that score up. I don't think that you sit here and try to belittle the Houston Texans. You get you you out there and do the job. Make sure the job gets done right. You feel me? But at the same time, man, don't go out here and try to do all these gadget plays, these trick plays, the plays you didn't do throughout the whole offseason that you did not practice. Stick to the script. <laughs> that's that's this about it, man. Stick to the script, man. All right, another uh the third thing. The third key I, I would like to see, and like, and I kind of alluded to, is can the O line protect Lamar? And, and that's going to have to be a great a great question, because uh, Ronnie Stanley is now clear from the injury list. He will be playing tomorrow. Big ups! I'm so glad because I felt like he's one of the best linemen or the best left tackle, one of the best left tackles in the game. And as long as he can protect Lamar blindside, because uh. If I'm not mistaken, he only gave up maybe about one or two sacks last year. That's that's dope. Now, if he can just continue that streak and not give up that many sacks, don't give up no sacks at all, I think Ronnie Stanley will have a ball-out banging year. You know what I mean? And we also got a new left guard. Um, we're trying to see how this left guard is really going to stand up there, you know what I mean, since now that we no longer have the same left guard from last year. I think now, you know, that's a question that, um, a lot of people or us flockers, there's really going to have to start paying uh, attention to detail to to that left guard. If that left guard can hold up also, you know what I mean, and play off of Ronnie Stanley, oof, that left side, that blind side is well protected, which means Lamar can get through his progressions, which means Lamar can get through his reads, which means Lamar don't have to hurry up and get happy feet and do backyard football. 
You know what I mean? Because that, that's one thing that we would like to not see this year is Lamar doing so much backyard football. We would like to see Lamar sit to the script. We would like to see Lamar play to his advantage. But also, Houston Texans, don't forget, Lamar is Lamar. He, you you go uh, you uh, overplay him and you you get him out that pocket and, and and he gets the moving and gets the dancing. We already know it's gonna be a long day for y'all. So you know what I mean. So it, this offensive line most definitely I'm looking to see how they protect uh, Lamar. You know what I mean if they can keep Lamar on the upright, don't get dirty as much, then it's gonna be a great game <laughs> like a great game man so I, I i'm i'm can't wait to see how this offense flourish tomorrow man i you know i mean i most definitely can't wait to see obj zay flowers and the rest of the people out there you know especially that wide receiver room i can't wait to see how teams going to try to play us do you play us one first do you pay us do you play us uh pass first you know what i mean it's like how do you play the ravens now you gotta say it, it's gonna be a long day for the defensive coordinator and D'Amico Ryan for Houston Texans in my eyes. You feel me? So I, I, I just I just can't wait to see, you know, what I mean, what how it's all going uh entail. So remember these three keys for tomorrow's game. How will Lamar look in this new offense? How balanced this offense will be, and can the offensive line protect Lamar? Because, like I said, those three keys right there can most definitely help us win against the Houston Texans. Most definitely help us win. You know what I mean? So I can't wait to see how the offense comes out, man. The offense is going to be dope, I feel like, man. I can't wait to get y'all my prediction score. I feel like this is going to be a, a, a good game, you feel me? So let's flip it over to the defensive side now. This defensive side, man, we got, we got some questions. I know I got some questions, man, because we get, we, we, we depleted a little bit, just a little bit, you know what I mean? And, and one of the depletions is, and one of the keys is, how will the cornerbacks hold tomorrow? Can these cornerbacks be able to uphold without Marlon Humphrey? Because you know Marlon Humphrey will not be playing tomorrow. He is on the um, IR. He will not be uh, physically be able to play until about week five, week six. You know what I mean? So, now we asking the Brock Yak Shin, we asking Pepe Jones, we asking Arthur Mallet, Darby, uh, Ronald Darby. We asking all these guys that how is they gonna hold up without Marlon Humphreys? You know what I mean? Because you know, I already know that Marlon Humphreys is is the most definitely, I'm not gonna say a shutdown corner, but is a top corner in this league. You gotta remember Marlon Humphreys only allowed zero touchdowns last year. You know what I mean? And I believe once he come back, that, that's how many touchdowns he's going to most definitely um, allow this year. So, but, you know what I mean, with these new corners, these 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 guys, some of them new, some of them old, some of the guys been around the league for a nice period of time. Some of these other guys coming back off of injury. We would like to see how they will uh, fit in this new scheme uh, behind Mike Madonna. And this, and this new defensive scheme, man. Well, not new. It's kind of it's kind of old, you know what I mean? Because we seen it last year. And those corners going to have a lot of tasks. Now, I'm not saying that the Houston Texans has most definitely got the bang-out wide receivers. But we would like to at least have some good momentum going into week two. 
You know what I mean? I already I understand that we shouldn't be worrying about what's ahead of us, the next game and stuff like that. Don't get too far ahead of us. But the Houston Texans really don't have no, like I said, don't have no standout wide receivers. Now, they do have wide receivers, you know, that's how they build their team. <laughs> but also, at the same time, man, it, nobody can name a Houston Texan wide receiver right now without Googling or looking up the Houston Texans team. You know what I mean? I, I hate to put it like that. But like I said, Houston Texans is rebuilding. Um, So this will be a good game for our uh for our um uh, our team, our defense, our corners to actually figure out and get some momentum to take over to take to uh uh, uh to week two. So we we most definitely got to see how these corners is going to hold up. Our uh our second key is can the defense get to the quarterback? You know what I mean? Now we got Jadavion Clowney. We got David Ajobu. We got Adolfe uh, Owe. All these guys, is, is, those three guys is there to most definitely get quarterback pressure. And now we asking the questions about, uh, especially Owe, I keep calling his name out throughout, ever since I started this podcast, is when is this guy going to show up? When is this guy going to become uh, uh, um, getting sacks? When, you know, what I mean, not last year, but the year before, he showed a next uh, that that next step. He showed that maybe he can be that guy. He he, he showed us, you know, what I mean, that he, he he was even player of the week one year. But then after that, man, he just kind of took a step back. Kind of got lost. He's not. He didn't put that many quarterback pressures or getting that many sacks last year. And it's it, it it it's it's raising questions. I think that this is the year that he will be fighting for his job, fighting for his season. We already got your Davion Clowney there now. It's like all three of them is not going to be on the field at the same time all the time. Somebody's going to have to take a backseat or something. And I think that the best man should win. And I think the best man will win. Now I'm not saying that Davion Clowney is is Miles Garrett. He's he's JJ Watt. He's T.J. Watt, he's, you know, any of those uh, uh, sack-leading guys that's out there getting to the sack right now, he's not that guy. But Jadavion Clowney really could never be the lead guy in any of those any of those places other than maybe Seattle. But other than he, he, he was never the lead guy. Now he's taking on that, v, that veteran leadership, and, and potentially this can be him. You know what I mean? So I feel like this is this is um the time to watch. This is the time, this is the time to see um Jadavion Clowney and grow up. I, I, I really hope that he do grow up. I really hope that he do mature and he and he really put some uh quarterback pressures because I'm pretty sure that he's gonna get a lot of attention. They're gonna try to chip him, they're gonna try to make sure they, they put an extra block over there and everything. You know what I mean? But at the same time. David Ojobu and Adolfo always have to feed up off of that. They have to get to the quarterback. They have to to make sure that their their job is 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 still alive. You know what I mean? So I feel like the, the, that's that's most definitely the the uh, top. They should have been a top priority, but you know, without cornerback depletion, you know, what I mean, edge rushing it had to come second in my eyes. But those two is the, t- the top two keys that we most definitely got to look for into Marvel's game. And now the third key is can the defense get off the field? 
at times. At times. <sighs> the defense gets down to like third and seven, third and four, third and five. You know what I mean? Some, you know, stuff like that. And if, if it, it, the momentum would be riding the Ravens' defense. But it would be sometimes it would be like the Ravens would just be like, all right, we're we, we going to let them get this third down, y'all. Let them, let them, let them get this first down. And it's like, yo, dog, you, you could have gave the offense extra possession. You could have been off the field. You, you, you shouldn't be sitting here gasping for air. You know what I mean? Get the job done. Get off the field. Get that three and out. You know what I mean? Stop waiting until you get about to the third three and outs, and then now you all of a sudden you want to get it off the field. No, because that third three and out always, always comes down to maybe a field goal, or then you might be so tired you you give up, a, you break down and give up a touchdown. So the Ravens most definitely have to get off the field, man. They Their defense, get off the, the field. <laughs> it's like it's, it's nothing more to really uh, elaborate on that. When you get the, when you get to Houston, I know it's going to happen. Third and ten, third and seven, you have to get them off the field. The more opportunities you give them, the more confidence you give them, and you, you don't want to give a young quarterback like C.J. Stroud any type of confidence. You don't want to give this young group any type of confidence. Period. Get them off the damn field. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? Because that in the past, the Ravens' defense do be on the field way too long. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't want to have a statistic of the both teams, both offensive teams has been on the field the same amount of time. But then at the same time, the uh, uh, Houston Texans is on the board and the Ravens is not. That's how you can lose a game because you couldn't get them off the field. So no confident boosters for these guys. I feel like this, this is where I understand this, this is a long season. You know what I mean? You don't want to put so much into – you're going to have to. Get them off the field. It's just plain and simple, man. I feel like if the Ravens can get more three and outs um, than anything, it, 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 the defense won't have to sit back and just look – and hope and pray that the corners can come can can get the job done. You don't want to leave the pressure and, and all the stuff on to the corners. So that's the three keys right there that I would like to see the defense to do, man. Is number one is how these cornerbacks are going to hold up. You're going to have to do your job. Don't get beat deep. Number two, can the defense get the to the quarterback? You're going to have to put some type of pressure on the quarterback. You're going to have to do something. You want to make CJ Stroud feel uncomfortable. And then number three, get off the Failed defense. Don't let these guys get uh, a lot of three and outs and get and and get confidence, please. <laughs> you know what I mean. That that that's gonna be the worst thing that you can do for a young team. You feel me? So as we sitting here coming down to the end of the show, you feel me? Hold on, we got a comment. We got some comments. Got some comments. OG Mac, what it is? Once you finish your point, I have a question. Is it true that OBJ is on the injury list? OBJ is not on the injury list anymore. Um, I, I felt like it was a little bit of miscommunication when it came down to OBJ and his injury. He did tweak his ankle. You know what I mean? There's no question about that. 
he did tweak his ankle, but it was not that serious for him to miss practice or miss time or anything in that nature. He is no longer on the injury list. The injury list uh, is only Marlon Humphreys. It's the only Raven right now on the injury list. You feel me? Um, uh, Mark Andrews uh, is questionable uh, with his quad injury, but I, I feel like he's going to play tomorrow. You know what I mean? So it looks like the whole it looked like the whole camp is going to be out there, OG. So be ready for your uh, for OBJ to be out there and and. and and look good. <laughs> you feel me? Um, the time is here. It's time to give y'all my prediction of what this game will look like in, in my eyes and how I feel like it will go down. I feel like the Ravens will get the win. I, 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 it's, I feel like Houston, Texas is just too young to that culture hasn't been built yet or anything in that nature. So I, I feel like the Houston, Texas will take this loss. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's going to be somewhat of a spanking of a loss, too. So my prediction of tomorrow's game will be the Ravens win 35-13. Now, the reason I gave the Houston Texans 13, I gave the Houston Texans 13 for the simple fact because of, um, like I say, I, I feel like some of what the defense is going to have a struggling time getting on, off the field. And, you know what I mean, with no tape on C.J. Stroud, no uh, tape on how this offense potentially could look. You know what I mean? It's the Houston Texans can most definitely throw up some points. Now, you know what I mean? Those points might come late. Majority of those points might come late. You know what I mean? I, I think that those points will come late. But, you know what I mean? The Houston Texans, I, I feel like it won't be no donut. It won't be no shutout. I feel like the Houston Texans will be able to put up some points. But I also feel like the Ravens will put up a lot of points. I feel like this offense will be potent, and we will see it um, come out early. Um, I, I feel like that the Ravens will, will take a lot of deep shots. I think the Ravens will try to um, try to put, uh, put the Houston Texans away early. I'm talking about Get them out the nest. Get them out. Get them off the field. Get them out the bank. You know what I mean? Make sure you, you we take we deposit. They deposit their check in, into the bank. I feel like that's going to happen tomorrow. And I feel like Lamar will come out with at least three passing touchdowns, and he will throw for over two hundred some odd yards. Um, and I feel like J.K. Dobbins will be a lot of an impact. I think that that running game will be an impact on how this game will be most definitely getting down to the second half. I feel like the second half is we, we most definitely going to see a lot of that rush, that uh, rush attack. So first half, we're going to see a more passing than anything. I think second half, once the game kind of get out of reach and this is just trying to get Houston up out of there. I think that we will see a lot of the, uh, the rushing attack and it will come from, you know, from, uh, everybody, I think it's gonna come from JK, Gus, and then we're gonna get a little bit of sprinkle of Lamar. So, once again, here's the score what I'm predicting 35 to 13. Thoughts to more, you feel me? So, I, I, this is like I said, it's gonna be a dope, it's gonna be a dope game tomorrow, man. So, make sure y'all tune in to that. All right, let's see. OG Max said, Cool beans always keep pushing, my brother, always OG. You already know how I get down, man. You know there's no quitting me. So, remember in the beginning of the show, I told y'all that y'all should be going out here. If you wasn't following my Instagram, you should be following my Instagram because it's always a madness to my method. <laughs> you feel me? So, 
the reason I'm telling y'all to, to go ahead and follow my Instagram because for a simple fact, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I will be down at the MT Bank Stadium, man, and I will be interacting with the tailgater. So if you're not following my Instagram, yo, please do so. And here goes the info right here, yo. This is the whole reason I've been telling y'all to follow my Instagram. If you're not following my Instagram, please go ahead and follow at the bank underscore podcast. You feel me? For the tailgate exclusive. And it's only going to be on Instagram. You feel me? So if you would like to chime in on my Instagram live, if you would like to to interact with the tailgaters while I'm down there uh, with the tailgaters, as I interact with them, asking them questions, you know, from everything of who's their favorite Raven, um, what's their prediction of the game and stuff like that. Make sure y'all go follow my Instagram. I'm trying to tell y'all, see, I I told y'all, y'all, I got y'all, got this, got this nice little setup and got it for y'all. You know what I mean? That's keep the fan engaged, hopefully get more new, uh, new followers, new fans, all that. So, like I said, if you're not following my Instagram, man, hey, go to information one more time. Make sure y'all please go out there and follow my Instagram and then chime in on the Instagram tailgate exclusive. You feel me? I'm going to try to get down there roughly around about 10, 10, 30. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the tailgates, the flockers be out there early. I mean, hopefully they got some good food there. Feed me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like I said, yo, follow my Instagram. Make sure y'all go out there and do that. Subscribe to the like, subscribe, share this episode. Like, share, like, share, and subscribe the grid network. Because, like I said, yo, dad to be different. If you're looking for that new, that new voices, if you're looking for that new network that that you are taught of the same old stuff, the top, the same old suit and tie type guys come to the grid network and to the grid. You feel me? We got great shows such as, um, carving it up with Bryson or even podcast commanders on demand, the form a Lakers podcast. And if you enter MMA, yo, we got outside the cage and soon, soon we will have a Las Vegas Raiders, um show woo if you haven't been paying attention your degree it is moving we are we are getting not only better but bigger you feel me so make sure y'all go out and check out all those shows and make sure y'all go out and check out my other show mtmo my thoughts my opinion sports podcast yo as i'm uh gave out my 113th thought as i broke down the nfc uh conference as i get talked about jonathan taylor and i sat there and talked about noah Lyles as he said open his mouth talking about world champions so make sure y'all go out there and check out my 113th thought make sure y'all go out there and check all the other shows that i just gave y'all i guarantee you it's going to be different because we dare to be different make sure y'all go out there and check the eight o'clock spot every tuesday at eight o'clock it's the spot that you want to be as we sit here and have a great time talking about sports, yo. And, you know, I was last week champ, you feel me? So make sure y'all go out and check that out, yo, as this week is hopefully I'll be defending my crown, you feel me? So as always, it's my pleasure to talk that Raven smack with y'all, you feel me? And as always, big trust, because why would you trust anything else? I'm out. <laughs>